0: Joe, what it do? Winning, 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 winning. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Uh, first off, man, before I even start saying anything, I just want to give thanks. I just want to give credit and glory to our father in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, I'm just thankful to be able to do this, to be able to reach out, to be able to touch people. Uh, We're starting to get a little response. You know, of course, it's starting off slow, but that's how it always does. You know, and that's how it's supposed to start off you know? So, uh, I'm getting better. I'm learning, learning some things. I'm I'm looking at all other national podcasts and seeing what they're doing. Um, I'm getting, but I am getting, starting to get response. We bought at a hundred plays throughout all the episodes. So, which is a good thing because I didn't think I was going to, I thought I was going to have to do some real marketing just to even get a couple of plays. But now I'm starting to see how you get people to listen. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, you know, it's just a, it's it's um, it's wisdom, you know, and um, I'm going after wisdom. You know, the whole mission of this, this is this is episode number ten, y'all. This is episode number ten of the booger that won't go away. Mini booger episodes. Um, this is the mini boogers right here, and uh, man, I'm I'm just I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. You know, yeah, yeah, we're definitely we had number. This is number ten and um you know one thing that i'm learning is um you know the whole mission of this is not about anything else but to uh maybe give people a different angle of looking at things hopefully to put a smile on your face now hopefully i say something funny man you know um what i'm trying to get better at is telling a story about my life pertaining to the subjects that we're talking about to the to the different um the uh the topics of the episode so you can get a laugh <laughs> I mean, because I know that I know I know none of us have got it all right, and I know that we've all made mistakes, you know what I mean? But, um, one thing I know, I look at my look at the stuff that I've done and I look at the things that God's brought me through, and man, I tell you, man, it's it's funny, you know what I mean? It's funny because it's like, wow, I really thought that that's what it was all about, you know, and or I really, you know, I'm saying I really fed into that, or I really got caught up into that, or you know, you it's just all kind of stuff, so. I just wanna just say that I'm thankful. This is um, something that God's placed in my spirit to do, so I'm doing it. And uh, if you don't like it, you don't like what I say, say something, you know, uh, picking boogers at gmail.com, P-I-C-K-E-N, boogers at gmail.com. We're talking about that. And then we're talking about 907-317-0283. You know, hit me up, leave a message, Drop a drop a note or something. And um, yeah, that's what it is. Pick your boogers at gmail.com. And listen, I know you. I've seen you. I've seen you before. And I promise, guys, I mean, every time I pull up to the stoplight, <laughs> I'm seeing people pick boogers out their nose. <laughs> I'm seeing it more now than I've ever seen it before in my life. And I don't know why. Maybe because I'm because I'm doing this. But, man, it's like, man, when I look over, man, I'm seeing somebody digging up their nose. And I'm like, oh, my God, no tissue. <laughs> just wiping that thing, man, and or flicking that thing. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I feel like boogers are like our issues in life. And that's what this, this the booger that won't go away, because there are different aspects of your life that you're trying to get right, that you're trying to excel in. And there's just... For a lot of us, it's just that one thing that, just, that keeps preventing us from stepping over that threshold or, or, or making it past that mark, and I call those boogers. Those are boogers. It's like that booger when you're digging up your nose and you try to flick it, and it won't—it won't leave your finger. It, just, it stays stuck to your finger until you get some tissue, some paper towels, or something to wipe that thing off. And I call the tissue, man, the truth of life. Paper towels—that's the—that that's the, tissue is the truth of life. You need to. You need to stand up. You need to go ahead and pull over. Take your time. Stop doing what you're doing. Go on, get some tissue. I know you're busy. Go on, get you some tissue, man. Wipe that thing off, man. Hey, (laughs) Hey, but you know, that's what it is, man. Episode number 10. We had episode number 10 of these mini boogers, man. It's the booger that won't go away. It's your boy, Jamon Morgan, your ambassador of heaven, your brother, you know, um. whatever you a mono, man whatever you wanna you wanna call it man you know but I'm a child of god man I'm an ambassador of heaven and I'm here on official business that's right I represent a kingdom that uh, has common wealth I represent a kingdom that uh is full of nothing but love peace that's the true wealth you know we look at cars and gold and stuff like that it's just nothing we we walk on gold you know what I'm saying? So while y'all down here chasing this stuff, man, and, and going crazy over it, you know, man, where I'm from, it's it's, it's like a tree. <laughs> it's like some dirt. <laughs> it don't say it ain't pretty, but it don't mean you know it, it it doesn't hold any weight or take a priority in our lives like that, you know. So um, that's what it is, man. Uh, I was listening to my man Bizzle in the background. Bizzle, man, is a is an artist, man. Um, he's the one who he, he is over God, over money. That is his label. Um, he came out, man, a while back. If you don't remember, he's the guy that came out, man, and went hard at Jay-Z. And, um, he broke Jay-Z off something when it came to bars, man, on the spiritual tip too, you know, and, uh, it was like a David and Goliath type of deal how he came, but it gave him, it got him some attention, you know what I'm saying? But, um, basically God had a plan for this man right here. So he's been he's been he's been cracking off. Man, I think it might have been 2010 or something like that, or 11 or 12, around that area right there. But he's been putting out solid projects ever since. You know what I mean? And this project right here, I love. It's called uh, it's called way uh. This song right here is called Warriors, but um, it's off the project called uh, I think it's called uh, what is it uh, light, light me up or what do you call it? Light work. Yeah, light work. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he's letting his light shine, man, for real. He really is letting his light shine on this one, man. He got some nice joints on here. This is my favorite, though, the Warriors. The Warriors come out to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Curry, I guess, are cool. So, you know, you got Curry in the video and all that, man. But winning, winning, winning. <laughs> you know that the reason why Golden State Warriors are winning and they're having such a success that they haven't is because of prayer and because, you know what I'm saying, the hand of God on that on that squad right there. You know what I mean? The the it's all about the open confession and the open confession. God gonna take care of His people. Those who who let him, let it be known that yo, this who this who I'm riding with. This is squad I'm mobbing with. You know, and so um, I believe that firmly in my heart. You know what I mean? Because Curry has not shaded it or or tried to cover it up in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? What his faith is. You know, and I respect that in him, man. Because after all the money and all the accolades and the attention, you still stand true to your convictions. And I think we all call to do that, you know, so if you don't know what you, you, you walking in, cause like, just take for instance, you know, I'm gonna speak about myself, you know, but I, I, all my life, man, I've, I've, I've dealt with a lot of issues and everything, but I didn't start developing a relationship with God till like, you know, recently, man, in the last decade, you know, and um, right now there are so many things that uh, the Holy Spirit is reteaching me that I'm relearning about, what what's up with this world? What's up with this realm? Why are we going through the things that we're going through? Does anybody even really know the truth? Does anybody even really know? You know what I mean? And I and I've come to the conclusion to understand that the only the only truth for me, the only truth for me, you know what I'm saying, is out that word, is out that Bible. I know it plagiarized and all that type of stuff. I know what you're gonna say. But see, I read it in a different, with, with different eyes. I don't read it with these physical eyes or anything. I read it with spiritual eyes. And so the truth of it is pulled, the truth in it is pulled out of it because it's a lie. Those words are a lie that's in the pages, man. And that's my strength. That's my power. So what, I'm, what I what I, I said, that to say this, because, you know, I've been through a lot, man. And um, the type of person that I, um, you know, as I got older, man, you know, I mean, I got involved in, 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 in selling drugs, drinking, chasing women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this perverted stuff. You know. And recently, a lot of that stuff has already has fell off. There's just some stragglers. Is, is those boogers? <laughs> those boogers, man. You know. And one of my boogers has been smoking weed. You know, drinking. That's I, I guess that. Well, not drinking. Really, I really ain't drink, but no drinker. You know, but smoking weed. You know, smoking weed, and then pornography. Those two things have, were like boogers in my life. You know what I mean? I wasn't able to, you know what I'm saying, to break that off because I just like smoking weed. And, you know, when it was nothing to do, man, I like look at a booty or two. You. you know, I'm just going to keep you straight up 100. I know the, I know people in that building, in the building. I don't call it the church because I'm the church. And whoever I'm connected with, whoever, we, whoever I'm fellowshipping with, that's where church is happening at. You know, to me, church is a verb. You go to do it. You don't go to it. You go to do it. We churching up in here. We churching right now because I'm coming to you with transparency out of love and with peace in my peace in my heart and joy in my heart to try to help whoever may be listening to try to uplift and let you know that you can find greatness inside of you no matter what you've been through, you know. And so that's my mission in life. That's my purpose in life is to minister through writing, minister through music minister through just having just simple conversation, you know, but I can't do it unless I got the Holy Spirit leading me and what to do. And I ain't trying to preach to you or trying to get all religious up in here or anything like that, because I have a spiritual relation. I believe in spiritual, I believe in relationship over religion, you know? And um, so I'm telling you right now, man, that I struggle with pornography. I struggle with smoking weed, but I'm free now. I'm free. And I'm going to tell you, the main thing that allowed me to become free. See, once you once you break off from, from certain stuff, once you clean them boogers off, well, now what you got to do is you got to uh, figure out what to replace that void with. See, if you don't replace it with nothing, man, you're just going to go right back to doing the same thing. And this is something that I've learned. You're just going to go back to doing the same thing. You got to fill yourself up with something that's, that's bright, that's light. And, and for me, it's the word. For you it may be something else but i'm gonna tell you right now there can't nothing be what's in that bible can't nothing out here touch it you know what i'm saying can't no man can't no different books that help you study whatever you can do all that what you want but the truth is going to come from the holy spirit revealing that to you from inside those pages and inside that book you know i don't know why this this episode right here is going this is on, on some whole spiritual tip for real for real <laughs> but i just want to let y'all know man you know that, uh, man, I've dealt, no, I've struggled with that, you know, and uh, the setting that I was in, you know, you got to be careful of who you're listening to and who you around. And you cannot let this world conform you into believing that, OK, I have to do this in order to be uh, be great or be be successful. See, God will deal with you right where you standing at. It don't matter. It don't matter where you at. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, you're the body. You're his ch- you're the church. You, we are the body. You know what I'm saying? Once you, be- it's what you. It's about what you believe. It's all about what you believe. You know. But they, a lot of times, you know, in a lot of different settings and factions and organizations, they try to make you believe that the only way for you to get free is to come through, come to them, without them saying you got to come to me, you got to come here, you got to, you got to do this. And if I don't even want to get into all of it, but all I just want to say is that's gonna be another episode right there. But all I wanna say right now is that it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. And that's what we are talking about here is responsibilities. Now I believe in them. I believe in responsibilities and um, I believe that they are very important in our lives. I believe that, uh, you know, that everybody should have them no matter the age. Um, That's just what I believe, you know, and uh, I believe uh, the responsibilities have some... Responsibilities, uh they go along with accountability you know i it, it, i just feel like that you know uh you got to hold yourself accountable of uh, of up keeping your responsibilities and um uh, they say responsibility is, a, is is a thing that one is required to do as a part of a job role or legal obligation that's a responsibility um and I, and i believe i believe they are they are very very important so that's what we're talking about Responsibilities picking boogers at gmail.com, P I C K E N at gmail.com. Um, we're talking about 907 317 0283. Drop me a message, let me let me put you on here. You want to be a co host? Hit me up, let me know. Let's 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 do an episode topic of your choice or topic of my choice. Um, if you disagree with what I'm saying, hit me up. You know, I know I got a lot of scholars out there, man, and you know, and, and a lot of people that. They're probably um, uh, you know, that they, that they, are very intelligent. Because I don't consider myself to be be like be, be super intelligent or anything like that, to be honest with you. Um I, I just I just consider myself to be Jamon. AKA com. Make sure y'all go check jamon We're gonna take a little small 30 second, 30 to 30 second to a minute break. Check out Bizzle. Up the top. Rain on rain drops, I'm tight top with the shots.
1: Don't matter how cold, go, high ready for the teeth. Father's on the Holy Ghost, still rap like snacks for the drink. I'm hating little boys like O.K.C.K.D. Tell them run up, we gon' not turn the runner up for a light like yeah. The warrior's the master bag. The warrior's the master bag. What?
0: So so we're talking about responsibilities, you know. So one of my questions is uh should we have them? Now of course I believe that we should, but there might be people out there that don't think that we should have responsibilities. And um, I'm gonna tell you, man, uh <laughs> what brought this about was that um, you know, um I work in public housing, man, so I see a lot of a lot of situations, different scenarios, uh different makeup of households. Man, I just see I see it all. Okay, and um One of the things, man, I had a, I had a, I had a family that. uh, I'm not saying any names or anything like that because I don't think I'm breaking any confidentiality rules or anything like that. But let's just say it like this: there are parents out there that uh, that really take care of their kids, and uh, they strip the, they strip the 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 they strip the need of responsibility from their children, like they don't give their children responsibilities. And um, you know, one situation was what's going on is that the individual's child, um, they just kind of live life the way they wanna live life. And uh, they dodge responsibilities. They dodge responsibilities. um, And uh, it's kind of funny because they equate it to freedom. They equate it to freedom. No responsibilities equals freedom to them. It equals um, a life of play. And um, to me, I think that's kind of that's 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 damaging a child. That's damaging an individual. But that started when they were young. It started when you know they were just they they, they, they were not pressed to uh, uphold responsibility. They 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 were not pressed to uh, to earn to earn things that they they desire they they just wasn't pressed, you know, and um you know not you know, sometimes I'd be like, man, you know, I look at the the people on the streets, man and I, and you know I just listen to people man who just you know they don't have no responsibilities in this world except to get up in the morning and do whatever they do, you know what I'm saying. That's so all. I was asking myself, I said, are oh, we the dummies for accepting responsibilities and attempting to fulfill them? Are we dummies for that? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because, you know, we work hard. I work hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that everybody that, you know, a lot of people that's listening right now, same thing, you're trying to take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know, you want to do better in life. So you work hard, you know, and your responsibility is to make sure you get up, to make sure you treat people with kindness and respect to make sure that you, you know, you do what you're supposed to do so that the people that's dependent on you, you know what I'm saying, they can get to where they, they can get to a position to where they can take care of themselves. But it just like somebody took care of us, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we got to return a favor if you, if you have children. Now, even if you don't have children, I really feel that it's still makes sense to have responsibility, certain responsibility, because you have an obligation to your vicinity, to your surroundings, to, you know, as an individual in this population on on planet Earth, so to speak, you know. Um, So I was talking to somebody else about this, and uh, they brought up white privilege. What is white privilege? (laughs) Is there a black privilege? (laughs) Is there a green privilege? What is white privilege? Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just being funny. Of course, I know what the term means. But it's like, yo, um, are white people privileged? You know what I'm saying? Today, you know, because I think about families like the Rockefellers. I think about, like, these wealthy families, man, that have, uh, that basically have kind of, you know, they had, they had major stakes in the United States soil, let's put it like that. And uh, they had children, these legacy of children. And, you know, the Rockefeller, man, he decided like my cousin, me and my cousin was talking, Rockefeller decided that nobody else was going to be broke in his family. You know, and I'm pretty sure Bill Gates said the same thing, everything. But you know, Bill Gates makeup, his parents was already paid. So, you know, um, my thing is, it's like, White privilege is, 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 is defined as it's the societal privilege that benefits people whom society identifies as white in some countries. Um, <laughs> this is Wikipedia right here. And. Um, the they, Wikipedia is saying that that's what white privilege is. It says the benefits people whose society identifies as white in some countries beyond what is commonly experienced by non-white people under the same social, political, or economic circumstances. Academic perspectives such as critical race theory and whiteness studies use the concept to analyze how racism and racialized societies affect the lives of white or white-skinned people. Now, I'm in Alaska. I'm in Anchorage, Alaska. And let me tell you, you know, pretty much everywhere that I go, unless I go to a a, a function that is thrown by my our people, <laughs> like the Wakanda ball, <laughs> you know, and the, the movie, and, you know, and ethnic things that are thrown, you know, normal places, work, grocery store, you know what I'm saying, department store, everywhere. You know, when you turn, when you look around, you may be the only Black person in the whole building. Now, not to say that you're the only ethnic group in the whole building because it's very diverse up here, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's different. It's different when you're, when, when, um, when you look around and you don't see anybody that looks like you, you know, when you're in a place like that and that's on a regular basis, you know, you start, now you start looking at different things and you start, you know what I'm saying? Looking at, uh, looking at situations where you felt like you was treated poorly, but this other individual, because of how they look, they got special privileges. So I guess that's where white privilege comes from, you know, uh, because we all are trying to make it. We all are trying to be successful. We all are trying to, you know, um, fill a void in our lives for our family and raise our family correctly. So when we see other people getting ahead faster, or they've already, they already got the path laid out for them because their parents and Their parents' parents, you know, established the legacy for them and they don't have to work hard for it. They just got to do the status quo just to maintain the wealth. It's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Where do I, where can I get ahead at or where can I keep, where can I even catch up at? And so I was thinking about this the other day, you know, it's like, okay, I got to work triple hard because I'm thinking about my kids and I don't want my kids to grow up and have to scrap and have to, um, you know, have to go through all type of ridicule and uh, feeling less than those that are around them, you know, just to try to get, just to try to keep up, because it's getting the inflation inflation is 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 growing, but the wages are not. So you gonna you gonna either it's gonna come to a point in time to where I don't care fifty thousand dollars a year ain't gonna be enough to take care of a family. You're going to, you're going to need a hundred thousand plus because stuff is steady going up, you know? So you got two or three more kids, man, two or three kids, who, you know, if you ain't making over 50,000, you are, you definitely are living in poverty. And right now they even saying that these service, these service jobs, $40,000 a year is below the poverty line. That's what they saying now, 40,000 a year. I remember 40,000 used to be, man, you was balling. <laughs> But now it's just it's, you barely making it, <laughs> especially here in Alaska. So I was just thinking, I was like, man, so when we grinding, <laughs> when we grinding and we're trying to build this legacy for our children, you got to think about it. Once you get to a point to where it's like, OK, I can send my kids to school or I can help them or whatever and help them get on their feet. You got to think about it. This money and, and, and these finances, unless you're doing exceptionally well or you done you don't created something, or you know what I'm saying, you you uh, you know, I mean it's just not enough. And once you stop working, that little retirement ain't you know, once you stop, and that social security might not even be there for us. Once you stop working, it's just like an artist on tour. Once he stops touring, money stops flowing. Unless he has other solid investments, unless he done been creative with his money. That money gon' that money stop too. Once he stopped moving, that money stopped moving. So now the bills don't stop. So they eat up. They gonna eat that nest egg up that you got. Yeah. So that's so why you see a lot of time, man. He, these guys be torn till they seventy years old. But why does a lot of the, Why? Why do a lot of entertainers die broke? You know what I mean? It ain't just entertainers. It's people too. It's people too. You know, unless you didn't you did you didn't hit it and you didn't figure it out like the Rockefellers or the you know what I'm saying, or the you know, once you stop moving, your money stop coming in. That revenue stops coming in. Now, if you might have caught up, <laughs> you might have caught up, but now you just you just start falling behind as soon as you get to retirement age, unless you don't make some really solid investments and turn that little, the little forty thousand or fifty thousand dollars a year into some millions. You know, people say you can't do that at a nine to five. You can't become a millionaire at a nine to five. I beg to differ. That's a lie. You know what I mean? That's a lie from the motivational speakers that want you to listen to them, you know what I mean, and buy their product and stuff like that. That's a lie. Don't quit your job until you got something solid and got solid. I used to believe that. I quit jobs thinking I'm about to go jump out here and get rich. They, They bait us. They bait us. Don't quit your job until you got solid revenue until that thing that you got has taken off. You know what I'm saying? But you use your job for capital. That's what nine to fives are for. Nine to fives are for are, are to generate capital. I don't even I don't I don't even really think any more that nine to fives are really for you to retire on. You know what I'm saying? Unless you buy yourself. You know. But if you got family and stuff like that, you owe it to your family to do more than status quo. Do more than just going to work from nine to five and then coming home, you know what I'm saying, eating dinner. But no, you 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 need to take some of that money and you need to invest it properly. You know, and uh, you need to use your thinker that God given you and create something, because everybody wants to be able to have enough to take care of their children, and take care of their family, and take care of their mamas and stuff like that. J. Rock man hit me hit me with a with a thought one day, man. It was like one in his song uh, the bloodiest man. He's talking about how you know uh, two hundred thousand was in the bank, but it all went to hospital bills, and I got to thinking. I'm like, you know, I look at my family, I don't have no millionaires in my family. And I know a lot of black kids, a lot of black people don't have millionaires in their family. Oh, a lot of people, period, that don't have millionaires in their family. So when you get one that pops up and makes it, you know, what happens when somebody in their family gets sick? Now you're the ticket. You're the one in the family that got the money. You're a millionaire? You done made it in this music business or you done made it in a successful entrepreneur and everything like that. So Auntie, un, 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 uh, Aunt Jane is in a hospital she ain't got insurance and she needs this procedure that's gonna cost 500 stacks. 100 stacks, whatever. And you got it. What you gonna do? You gonna sit on it? Are you gonna give it? You see how important it is, man, to really use your thinker and really be creative? I'm just blessed that ain't nobody in my family. It ain't got to that point. You know what I mean? And uh, just God just been working things out and He will. But it's like, but when you pop, think about it. Who they gonna come to? They gonna come to you. Now, but you're going to say no now you're going to spend that bread that's why these guys be out here going crazy about that money because there's so much stuff and take money to keep money paying taxes on all this money you know man you're paying people to manage your money you're paying people to oh my gosh you know and then you want to live nice so you got a million dollar house five hundred thousand dollar house you're paying taxes electricity bills man these dudes got bills 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 so what i'm saying is responsibilities. You know everybody, everybody got them, in my opinion, I think they're needed. you know um one of the things one of, but, but, but the booger that I have the booger that I have about this is when I look at those around me that that just live a free life, and I'm just like, you know, man that 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 just don't that ain't right, that don't just don't seem right to me, you know, but I have to recognize that that's their life, that ain't my life. You know what I mean? So that, that's a booger mind to, to look past how other people are living. Because it comes down to a play where, where people play money games. People, they act like they got money and don't have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They ain't even working hard to, 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 to try to to try to raise their status or whatever. You know, and I'm like, you know, um, it's because it's not all it's not about money. You know, it's not about, um, you know, what I'm saying, chasing money down. But it's, a, it's the principle of saying that you have no responsibility. It's, it's the principle to say that you don't have to take care of your vicinity. It's, a, it's the principle about saying that, you know, uh, you can live however you want to live and, and, and bump who think about it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's affecting your family or not, like you ain't got to contribute to your family because somebody else is doing it. So you don't have to, you know, and, 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 and that's what this is all about. You know, I'm not into faking until you make it. You know, I'm into mean? just, you know, allowing God to just direct you in the right right direction and, and, and get it. I was reading today about a golfer, 52 years old, man, got his biggest check first time, 200 something thousand. You know what I'm saying? But he's 52 years old. So, you know, that, what that let me know is that you can't put a time limit on when you break through. But just remember, though, when you do break through, you know what I mean? Um, you have responsibilities. You know, and I, and I think a lot of people, when they get money, they run away from their responsibilities. So you got people who, who live free, who live like bums and and, and and don't don't want don't want no responsibilities run from. Them. Then you got people who are wealthy and, and like they don't want nobody asking for their money. So they run away from their responsibilities because at the end of the day, your family is your responsibility, no matter how you like it or not. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what we're talking about today, man. If you don't like it, say something. Picking boogers at gmail.com. P-I-C-K-E-N boogers at gmail.com. And I hope y'all enjoyed this. I hope, it, I hope it makes you look at things in a different light. You know what I'm saying? From a different angle. Because, um, you know, we've, we've been taught a certain way. But is that way the, the, the righteous way? Is that way the truth? You feel what I'm saying? Uh, so I just hope it just opens up somebody's eyes. I, uh, I hope it... Uh, causes causes people to 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 think in a different way, you know. And if you learn something from this, you know, trust me, it wasn't me. You know, what I'm saying it was it was it, it was it was the spirit that led me to do this and uh, to say what I said. So, you know, if you learn something from this, man, give praises to God because I don't take credit for that, and I will not take credit for that. P i c k e n boogers at gmail.com 317-0283. Uh, you know and responsibilities, man. Responsibilities. And I think that um, we all should have them. I think that we should teach our kids to to, uh, to uphold them. And um, yeah, I think they're necessary. I think they're very necessary. But I know there's a lot of people out there that don't think that they need to have any responsibilities, especially if they don't have any any kids, people just look at kids as responsibilities, but there's more to that. As being a human being, you got a responsibility to to people who you come in contact with. Off top, you got a responsibility to yourself, you know. So you have an obligation to yourself, you know. And because you are breathing, you have an obligation, you know. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that responsibility. Chicken Boogers, episode ten. Um, the booger that won't go away. Hit us up on his Twitter, man. Leave us a message. If you like the, the podcast, man, tell me what I could do better, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you for supporting man. And everybody who's, who, who we listen, you know, um, I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you, that, that everything you touch prospers. And um, that's what it is, man. The Warriors, we out to play, baby. Y'all gonna check Bizzle out? God Over Money. Some of the some of the hottest music on the planet. Winning. Winning, 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 winning. <laughs>